0: Hey everyone, Shane here. Let me tell you about my show coming up on November 24th, Saturday night over at Pops. We're calling it Riffs for Gifts. Me and my friend Lexi Schlimmer put this show together for uh, Benefiting Toys for Tots. And we invited along our friends OutRun the Fall, The Poor, Steeples, Monk and the People, um, The Matching Shoe, and Silent Hollow. All performing live that evening on Saturday the 24th. Along with that, we'll have uh, some silent auction stuff. We'll have uh, there's uh, there's rumors that Santa Claus might even be there, so I'm very excited about that. Um, And a whole lot more other things coming up. So get involved uh, with the show. You can find more details at popsrocks.com and uh, come on out. It's a $10 donation at the door or $5 $5 with a toy donation. So, again, all this benefiting Toys for Tots, and it's going to be a great time. So, come on out Saturday, November 24th, Pops in Sauge, Illinois. Thanks, everyone. Hi, this is Lexi I'm Sid of Hess Finch,
1: Slimmer Metal Works and Art. Home of the Schlimmer Metal Wolves. We are a small but furious family-run welding, fabrication, and metalworks shop with CNC capabilities and now full-scale powder coating operation. We bring unique, affordable quality art to life within the realm of practicality. Whether it's signs, sculptures, railings, shelves, furniture, or even just powder coat for your rims or your patio set, give us a look, check us out on Facebook or Instagram, or call 618-670-5724. We are Hess Van Schlimmer Metalworks.
0: That was terrible. I would ride. Hey, everybody. Shane Presley here with Rock Paper Podcast. Let me tell you about my friends over at Naked Vine, located at 1624 Clarkson Road in Chesterfield, Missouri, serving up all your favorite wine, whiskey, and local craft beers. Stop by and visit them this week for some live music from the Warbuckles on Thursday, November 1st. Jake's Leg on Friday, November 2nd. Kent Earhart and the Blue Moon Blues Band on Saturday, November 3rd. And I return to Naked Vine with my singer-songwriter storytelling showcase on Tuesday, November 13th with Nick Gussman, Maddie Shell, and Sean Kimball. A 7 o'clock start for that show, $5 at the door. Um, all these details and more can be found at NakedVine.net. Be sure to follow along with them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram also. And, uh, again, come out for some wine and stick around for the show. Thanks, everyone.
1: Um, a podcast is kind of like, like a radio show that's not on the radio. It's on, it's on the Internet. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's <laughs> also like my mom. <laughs> it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this. This is comedian Max Price, and you are listening to Rock Paper Podcast.
0: rock, 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 rock podcast, hey everyone shane presley here rock favorite podcast coming to you from st louis missouri hanging out in a denny's with max price hell yeah welcome back to the show my friend thanks for having me back yeah man How's this is has been a, a long time man we were i was just uh, pulled it up it's been uh uh just over two years since we last hung out on the show uh, so that's kind of crazy to think about that, um, July 2016. But you've been uh, busy, man. You've been uh, crushing it lately with the uh, the showcase and everything in town, and uh, so it's really exciting to see the success that you've uh, you been given and you're earning, and as you're uh, you keep doing this, man, you keep hustling. So uh, it's really it's really cool to see as 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 we kind of look back at that, like where you were and where you are now it's like it's kind of cool to think about it's honestly
1: insane to think about because uh, yeah we the last podcast i did with you was yeah one month before i started it and obviously yeah so much has happened so much uh you know peaks and valleys and it's been a, a roller coaster of a time and uh just what not only my my comedy career but also my uh you know producer career, uh, producing showcase has become since then. It's, um, uh, no, it's been great. It's been uh, a lot of uh, ups and downs and lots of trials and errors, but um, I'm happy that I can, yeah, say at the point that I'm at now, it's at a very, very successful and uh, enjoyable point. Uh, You know, it's uh, as of more recently this year, uh, it's like the, the top rated and highest attended monthly comedy show in the city. So, it's, um, yeah, I guess, you know, figured a couple things out. Let's go ahead
0: yeah. <laughs> and do some things right. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, uh, we, uh, you are fresh off the stage, uh, tonight. You just, uh, hosted the Funny Bone open mic. Um, and, uh, was that, a you had a good time doing that?
1: Oh, uh, I had a great time. No, it's, uh, it was a good night. Um, it was, uh, the crowd was, um, you know, well, I mean, open mic never has, like, a huge, uh, crowd, but it was, uh, it was enough to do a show, and they were uh, they were higher energy than you could even like ask out of uh, that size of a crowd. So I mean, they were they were responsive. they were, uh, they were fun. There was a, a group of uh, like softballers. There like, was like a softball team there somehow uh, for whatever reason, and they were uh, they were a hoot. You know, they were just. Uh, they were laughing at lots of different things. Uh, it was like their first time at a comedy show, and usually first timers are like really like weird about it. But they were just like really explosive about it, and they weren't like rude. They were just like enjoying themselves. So that was really fun. It's always uh, awesome when you're able to give uh, a good show to like a a group of first timers that are just like really excited about it, and they're not just like dicks or just like you know it's like because you know yeah you like a you know like usually, but I think that's the difference is that it was a group of. Uh, like, girls, like, I don't know, like, a lot of times, uh, like, if it's, like, it's, like, an organized team, like, if you have, like, a, a bachelor party or, like, just, like, a big group of dudes, it's always, you know, they're just, like, they want to, like, make themselves uh like, center of attention, sure. you know, and they'll just, like, yell random stuff out or they'll just be, you know, they'll just heckle, you know, but, like, I don't know, I feel like if it's Something about like organized teams, like if we've like I've had shows where it was like a soccer team or softball team, blah blah. blah. Anytime it's organized teams, they're always just like good people. I don't know. Something about organized sport really brings up the best in right. uh, people when they're attending someone else's events. I guess, I guess because it's like they they understand that like when it's uh, you know when, when you're in the spotlight, you know they you don't want to be like bothered. It's like, it's like it's your time to shine. It's like yeah, we we, we play a sport. We have our own thing. no, we'll let you have your thing. You know. Uh, so that was really fun, and, and and that's over. And now I'm here, and uh, it's bittersweet because I'm on one of the best podcasts in St. Louis, but I'm also at a Denny's. But I'm making the best of it. Um, yeah. I'm having fun with, I'm especially I-, I love Denny's. <laughs>
0: I do a lot of these in Denny's and it's a whole lot of fun I, uh, It actually works out real nice And I hope if I uh, do enough of them And I mention Denny's enough that they're going to give me Some free pancakes one of these days But uh.
1: yeah, I like that they have a, a Fun zone here which is uh, Basically just two Arcade games in a hole in the wall <laughs> Which I love that they, had, they, like, they Went through the trouble Of lo- labeling it The fun zone like you're about To enter Dave and Buster's uh, right. VIP room but, but it's literally just a cut out in the wall with two little arcade games. It's, uh, it's adorable, actually. Yeah. I
0: mean, what more do you need,
1: though? Exactly, and yeah. $1 pancakes <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> uh, But stuff. It yeah. doesn't getting any better.
0: Yeah, man, I've, uh, I think I've actually set in this uh, same Denny's with um, Libby Higgins, and yeah, Nathan Love Gordon, Libby, love Nathan. And uh, a couple others. Uh, definitely those two come to mind. Um,
1: I think I think Nathan's a, a, a frequent Denny's uh, he's got some frequent flyer miles on his Denny's card yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure him and Lucas Hinderleiter, uh attend pretty often they're they're big they're big fans of the breakfast at night kind of club. Um, but no, dude, I haven't been to a Denny's in Forever. This is this is this is weird. Yeah. Uh, well, welcome, no, it's fun. Welcome I'm, I'm, back. I'm 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 hap- I'm so happy to be here.
0: This yeah. is awesome. So did you get to uh did you get to try any new material this evening at the open mic? Is
1: oh you, yeah, man. Yeah?
0: Um, as a uh, I don't know if how that works as for the host and stuff. If you get to do much. Uh, yeah. Well,
1: I mean, it, it depends. Like a lot of a lot of comics will uh, kind of like. Go with their try. Even if it's an open mic, they're hosting it. They'll go with like their tried and true. Cause, like the whole your whole point is to like warm up the crowd and get them right. like, into it and stuff. Um, but like as the ho- like you get a little more time. So like with that, with that extra time, like I'll 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 mix it. Like I I did you know a couple of tried and true things to like kind of like. Get them a little revved up, you know, like the stuff that I knew would like, you know, get them uh, into the show. And then I worked on a little bit of new stuff, uh, like a little bit worked, a little bit didn't, you know, but that's, that's just how it goes. Um, this is, you know, this is uh, what Open Mic's for, it's finding out what's. What's working and what's not, and then you can either work on a joke that's not working or you can scrap it, and then what does work is uh, what's going to go on to uh, an actual professional paid show. Yeah. So
0: Is there a uh, certain thing you see uh, at open mics that you would, uh, you, I mean, not that you're uh, a veteran by any means yet, but I mean, that you've been doing this for a while now and you have uh, learned some tips of the trade, is there anything you would... Uh, Recommend to somebody coming up to an open mic that they might uh, piece of advice. Oh, uh, don't
1: just don't even. No, I'm trying. <laughs> uh, no, it's. Uh, uh, I guess it's hard to say. Like, basically, if you want to do it, um, try to like. I don't know. I guess I would recommend maybe at least coming up and watching one first before uh you do it just so you can get like a lay of the land and kind of see what they do and uh you know like what the the people who are at least doing well do um just so you're not so confused and just kind of like make a mess of things because like um you know like when people like come they've never even like seen a comedy show uh live before and then they come up and try to do it and then Cause there's a there's a certain etiquette to it, you know. You gotta you, know, you gotta be in the right place, ready to get on stage whenever your name is called. When you get up, you you walk up, you shake uh, the host's hand, you uh, you grab the mic out of the stand, and or unless you're like using the stand, uh, grab the, if you grab the mic out of the stand, then you know take the stand to the back of the corner, out of the way, just not be distracting, uh, and then you put it back in the stand before you. Uh, get off and you shake the hand of the you get off and like people won't like know that and they you know just kind of ruin the uh, I don't know the kind of, like the like the flow of it I guess and it puts like this awkward like uh, pause in there I guess and uh, and, and even a, I mean, even off stage just kind of like not being in people's way like cleaning up about yourself there's like there's a lot of like, like things you just want to do to not uh, be like that guy uh, and I think, and it's not even so much that like, it's not like they're being, like when I say etiquette, it's not like they're being rude. It's just, you know, you just don't know, you sure. know? And, um, and even though there's a meeting beforehand to like let you know what to do, like people, there's a lot of things you gotta kind of, so uh, I think that would be the, the biggest thing. because like, you don't you don't want to be the person who just like, kind of disrupts the flow of things, right. I guess. Um, and and also you kind of like want to know like, uh, how much time you should have prepared because like people will come up and like think they get they're getting like 15 minutes or something it's like you get four minutes and if you're not off at like 405 then like good luck getting up next time it's it's very strict you know people sure. will just run the light by like several minutes and everyone's just like you just have to like walk up there and like pull them off stage basically and it just looks bad and it's awkward to even do that as the host so like to to thank you, oh, thank you so much Uh And um, that was our lovely waitress, uh, just giving us a a refill on drinks. (laughs) Um, And, uh, yeah, so you just want to kind of make sure you're, you know, uh, abiding by the, by the, by the rules, you know, Um, it's, it just makes everything better, makes, you know, you want, you don't want everyone to hate you, you know, like uh, right (laughs) off the bat.
0: was that your was, uh, your first mic at Funny Bone? I forget if we discussed that on your first appearance.
1: Um, so actually, well, and that's the, that's another thing. I, I speak from experience when I say go check out the open mic first because I went up without uh, doing it first. So I was just very, like, I, I was very lucky to uh, have a friend who was, uh, at the time, was doing open mics regularly who brought me up and... Was kind of like, I was basically just following him around. He was like, "Okay, do this, do that. Don't do this, don't do that." Blah 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 blah, um, and uh, without that, I would have just been a been a mess, and uh, so I'm very lucky that I had that. But that's why I say because like not no one else usually has a friend up there who's a regular there, like kind of just like showing them the ropes and everything. Um, and it's uh, it's just like because you can like you know you can embarrass embarrass yourself pretty easily if you just kind of like, uh, cause, and because co- comics are vicious man like if you like you really like you really mess up in some way like the host is gonna get on and just kind of like you know take a jab at you on right. on, on stage and stuff and I do you know I I do it just uh, if you know if anything it's just kind of like a kick in the ass for like n- next time like hey, do it this way you know but um, um, yeah it's uh have four minutes of material ready and be prepared to not go over four minutes and uh uh don't say the n-word and uh and uh and, and don't say cunt uh that's like that's that's two that's like the two th- things basically right. um now like it's i mean you're not gonna get thrown on stage for saying cunt but like no one's gonna like you because uh, sure. especially if you're your first time at open mic, your your joke is definitely not funny enough for cunt to land. So you you don't want to like you don't want to make that that choice. Um, so yeah, that's probably those, those are like your rules of thumb, I guess.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know. I was I uh, I had these guys on the show, um, shooting the dog shit podcast. Uh, we were hanging out talking, and and they're big fans of comedy, and they. They actually did the uh, open mic, I think at uh, Heavy Anchor, one night. It's a great mic. Yeah, and I've been. We, and anyway, we just got to talking about, it and like, it's something I think about. Like, I don't think I'll ever actually go do it, but it's something I think about. Like, just as a more of a say, I did it once. Like, I mean, I don't. I'm really. Yeah. I don't have like material prepared or anything, but I it would be just fun to give it a shot sometime. there's just,
1: something relieving about just being able to say you've done something once just like yeah experiencing things of all different right. nature Yeah, you know? it's like skydiving like I, i'm not even that thrilled at the idea of it i just i'm thrilled at the idea of being able to tell people i did it right
0: exactly yeah <laughs> uh well we mentioned uh the beginning of the show your showcase and uh and you've been uh, like I said, working hard at this for for two years building this showcase up to what it is and um and this is uh, a monthly uh, Best of St. Louis showcase and uh, the next one is happening on November 14th at the Funny Bone in St. Louis here in uh, Westport. And um, who's uh, who you got on that one?
1: Uh, yeah, this is a, so this is a really great uh, lineup for November. The Very, uh, probably honestly, one of the uh, most comedically diverse lineups I've had, really just like such vastly different uh styles and everybody. Uh so we have uh, Emily Hickner, uh really great uh local comics. She um, has um, you know, uh, her, I guess you'd describe her style as like uh a little storytelling. Uh, she you know, she talks about uh her her parents a lot. Um, and um, you know, she's uh got a very uh likable um, it's almost like a it's almost like a, sh- a shy charm, you know. Like she, you know, like she. But she has very uh, likable personality on stage. Uh, that's very fun. And then um, you have Andrew Frank, who is very more. Uh, he doesn't really tell stories. He's very political, and uh, and then he's not religious. He does a lot of religious material. Like so, he's yeah, he's very uh, that. It basically makes up, like it says it does a lot of political and religious jokes, a lot of social commentary, um, pointing out, uh, you know, the absurdities and the social climate, uh, a lot of that stuff. And then you have uh, Ricky Royal, who um, talks a lot about uh, his uh, his kids and uh, his family, and um, you know, a lot of difficulties of being a larger man. Uh, kind of jokes and uh, they're all like just fantastic comics who i just see kill every time i watch them and with such uh unique uh with such unique styles you know and it's just yeah so like no matter what your style of humor like this is a show where like you're not gonna leave unsatisfied like you're you're, you're getting a little bit of everything so like there's nobody that you know, like can't like walk away saying like i like at least saying like, oh, I laughed a little bit at this person. Like you're getting, like you're getting everything, you know. So it's a yeah, it's a really great lineup. Uh, doors open at seven. Shows at seven thirty. Again on November fourteenth. Uh, if you mention my name, uh, Max Price, at the box office window, you and anyone you bring get in free, which is a really awesome deal. Um, uh, and yes, I'm aware that my name. Uh, Max price being the uh, password for free entry is very, very ironic. I have people, people message me about that all the time because, like, in my, uh, you know, ads and messages of stuff that go out, it's like, yeah, say max price and get in free. And people are like, what? That doesn't, that doesn't make any sense. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the weirdest thing. Like, what are the odds that I would have a job where I was telling people that? You use my name to get in uh, free, and my name means the exact opposite of free. Right, but uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a good time, and uh, people think that it's a fake name because, like I like I did that like as a as a joke. Right, but um, but yeah, uh, that's
0: a pretty elaborate joke,
1: man. Yeah, that would be yeah that would be that would be a lot. Like <laughs> I would have to to. To know that far back that I was eventually going to be uh, uh, be telling people to use that as a uh, password for free entry. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's uh, the showcase has been going uh, amazing. I mean, it just continues to build and build. Uh, we had um, a producer, a news producer from Fox 2, at the last show. Uh, she came up to me afterward and was, uh, she was really impressed. And she gave me her card and uh, she wants to do a uh, live interview segment at one of the upcoming shows. So possibly this next one in November, or the one on December fifth. Uh, we'll hopefully have yeah Fox Two up there like shooting do some stuff, nice. which would be amazing. That yeah, would be yeah. yeah just the break. I need maybe finally uh, get those crowds without you know spending uh you know without it being a full-time job just getting people you know like just getting people to the show um
0: i uh i I can relate a lot though man i i recently um started my own uh showcase i do a monthly singer songwriter showcase oh that's right and i've been doing that since uh like april and uh yeah man i mean it's it's a lot of work like people don't always see the behind the scenes of it all but i i know what you're going through and like it's uh it's insane you know it's, it's it's just a lot of even work to think about like you know again mine's, mine's a little different being singer songwriter but it's, a, it's essentially the same thing you gotta find the styles that kind of meshed well together and people that oh, you think will be a good fit to put on the best show possible mm-hmm. and you can't just like you can't just randomly start throwing people out there because it's got to take some thought into it to mm-hmm. make it what it is, and then, uh...
1: Well, yeah, because then it's going to have a reputation. You want right. those, I and, mean, like, not only do you not want those people that are at the show to, like, talk bad about it, but you want them to come back. You want sure. to gain like, regulars, and it's like, if you give them, you're not putting a thought into it, you just putting anybody up, then, like, they're just going to be like, I'm not going to go back to that. Right.
0: But it's, uh, I feel like that, I take a lot of, um, pride in that personally, like, the putting the shows together and putting the right personalities together to make it, uh, the right you know the right fit and make it the best show i can and um but yeah a lot of uh it's like you're saying man it's a full-time job out there hustling trying to get everybody to it, get the word out trying to tell everyone about the shows even if it's once a month like just trying to oh dude just, it's
1: it's insane well because and the, the other thing is that like which i'm sure you didn't either is like when I, like i took up the job i i don't have any marketing or like right. advertising schooling or experience i just was just a guy uh, who, who was a regular, uh, you know, comedian act at the Funny Bone, and the manager came to me. and was like, "Hey, you want to start putting on the showcase?" And you know, me not having any idea what it takes to run a successful showcase, especially being the sole producer of it with no budget. I'm like, "Yeah, you know, what, you know, what's the worst I could have? How hard can it be?" And it's, I mean, people, yeah, I, ooh, people like people have no idea, like how many. How many intricate details go into if you're like if you really really care about it and you want it to be successful and you want to fill fill seats and fill like those filled seats have a great time and come back like there are there's so many different and especially like because like I do it on a Wednesday like dude that's a that's a fucking hard day to get to get people out Um, and it yeah I mean the first year it it faced uh, not cance- You know, face the threat of cancellation multiple times because I like, was losing the club money. It was, uh, you know, barely anybody coming out, and uh, you know, they're still, st- you know, they're still staffing for it. You know, so it was like they were like, I-, I, don't think we can do this much longer. So basically, I just had to. I mean, I spent countless nights just, uh, to, uh up, up till the break of dawn, just reading. Articles listening to podcasts. uh, I mean literally anything everything I could um, Watching watching YouTube videos literally anything that would like teach me something about marketing advertising promoting um, Everything that goes into it like every little detail that goes into it. Just um, you know producing I i mean i even took tips from you know uh marketing advertising tips that were for something completely different because you know you can cross things over and um i you know slowly but surely i like i figured some things out i you know it was was still a lot of trial and error but like i uh picked out a lot of good things that ended up working and you know month after month figuring out what worked and what didn't focusing on the things that did work and scrapping the things that didn't and it, uh, you know, it's uh, built up to what it is. I was really lucky yeah. that the managers believed in me enough to kind of uh, sit through the trial and error, sure. and you know, take you know, take a few L's before we hit a W. Yeah, that's the and biggest man.
0: Having having somebody believes in you, man. Having uh, having somebody give you the opportunity to fail.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, and and then stick with you even after several fails
0: in a row. Right. Is that uh? And now you had like. Would you hit over, like, 200-some people and stuff, I mean, like, it's become, like you're saying, very successful, and, like, oh, yeah. giving that many kind of 200-some people on a Wednesday night is, that's uh, impressive, man.
1: We had uh, a record high of 230 people at our two-year anniversary show in August. Um, we've come, I mean, basically, I would say, like, since it, like, since it really started to take off, uh, we hit about an average of like a little under a little under 200 like i mean um we've gotten close to 200 several times uh that show was yeah that show was uh, great like we you know broke our record by like 40 or 50 or something but i mean other, but uh, other than that you know a lot of shows have been like 185 175 so i mean like uh we're still yeah it, uh, it's still like getting the house pretty full um especially for wednesday and um, I think you know a lot of it. A lot of it comes uh, from uh, there. I do a lot of like support local uh, t- deals and like agenda things that I push um, outside of comedy, and you know, like I've built up a lot through like uh instagram from that and yeah. stuff like i do a, like, like support local sunday yeah. uh i wasn't I was, even
0: one on one of those yeah yeah I had yeah. you on one
1: of those yeah oh yeah for those who don't know um, on instagram i've been uh slacking a little bit like over the last month just because things have been crazy but generally uh every week since uh january of this year i do something called hashtag support local sunday where I feature a new uh, local artist, business, performer, whatever, and uh, post about them and try to shine a little more uh, light on them, get some more recognition, and uh, hopefully some new followers. I try to push people to get new followers, you know, because, like, I feel like uh, local artists have... Uh, for one, St. Louis has just so many talented people. It's insane. It blows my mind every time. Like, not even just, like, out like outside of comedy. Like, obviously, being so involved in comedy, I know how talented uh, the comics are. But then, you know, I do my best to go out and uh, support other arts as well. And it just, I mean, it's crazy how time and time and time again, I, I'm never, like, disappointed by... Um, by what I see, I'm just like this is, this is amazing. Like these people should be like, way more popular than they are. Uh, this is crazy. Yeah. And that was kind of what sparked wanting to do that. It's just like I feel like if every all the local artists like work together and just like you know everybody like shared fans, then like everybody would have you know like uh, be a lot bigger. And it's just like we have the tools. It's just you know utilizing them. Mm-hmm. And so I love being able to do that for. Uh, for artists who I think aren't getting the recognition they deserve, yeah, and um, it's it's really fun. And then like you know it's like every it's a it's a way for other people to network. Because like then I'll have people that I featured or just other local artists that follow those people that I post about, and they'll be like, dude, I'm so glad you did that. Like I had like a I think it was maybe like something like a photographer, uh, like start following this one like can't remember who it was, some sort of performer, like a dancer or something, like, yeah, I, uh, I ended up linking up with them, and ended up, like, we ended up working together, blah, 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 and it's just, like, it's a good networking tool, like, Instagram is just so great for, uh, artists, like, network and stuff, and, um, I, you know, try, it's, that, that, that one's been hard to take off, like, I tried to get, it, like, trending and get more people to, uh, do it, but it's, it's kind of tough, um, to start a, yeah, start something like that, it's, like, it's slowly but surely, like, Gain some momentum But right. uh, You know Not everybody Does it every week So then it's hard To like Gauge it But um, But yeah it's, uh, it's really fun So like I Because I do that You know Like a lot of uh, A lot of people um, Kind of rally around That whole Support local idea and it gets them excited about it so then they come to the show to support local talent and like they're just these hot high energy crowds that are just like happy to be there supporting the talent in their city and uh, because that's the thing about St. Louis is like they love to see uh, someone from their city thrive and succeed. Like yeah, they man. love. I mean, do, I mean, you you mentioned John Goodman in a room, and like eight people come <laughs> right. in their pants. You know, it's like you like my mom went to high school with him. to after you know, it was like, like people love seeing someone from even if they didn't like personally know them. They love seeing someone from St. Louis make it big. Right. Um, and so, and, I, and like I think people kind of like have this weird like uh, obs- oh not even weird but like but like this obsession with. Uh, Being a part of someone's story, you know, so they like, you know, it's now that's especially as this Gains momentum and it becomes really big It's like people want to come out and see these people who like they are, you know, probably gonna really, you know, like be on TV uh, Eventually and they want to be like, you know, kind of like a part of that story be able to say they supported them in the beginning Which is just great. which is what we need, you know, so um, it's yeah, it really brings out like not just people but like the best people like the best kind of people people that really want like the best for who they're coming out to watch you know because they're not just like looking for something to do they're specifically are there to support those people so it's um it's so much fun being able to uh do that and you know be able to not only give a good show to the people watching it but also have a great Crowd for the comics performing because I you know they, they deserve it and yeah. uh, it's always fun to have that
0: yeah man well we uh, we got another date also coming up um, where you can see Max live at uh, this year's Flyover Comedy Festival in St Louis happening on November eighth through tenth yes uh, that weekend so yeah uh, you uh, you said you're performing on the ninth
1: yes um, I will be at the um, the improv shop um, they uh, they have an awesome uh, side stage um, which is like my absolute one of my absolute favorite places to perf- honestly just aside from the funny aside from the funny bone obviously the improv shop side stage is like my favorite place in the city p- to perform it's like the most like perfectly put together intimate setting where like it, it takes like. Forty people for it to be packed. The acoustics in there are like more like just as perfect as you can ask for uh, in comedy, and um, it's just like it's got it's got a nice stage, and um, and just like the the people who come out there are always awesome and very supportive, and you know uh, you just like it's it's almost hard not to kill. Like it's like if you get a few people laughing, then it's like it irrever- reverberates wow yeah reverberates that's the word right yeah. reverberates reverberates off the wall and then like gets the rest of the room laughing and then it's just like and it's just like it, I don't know you build that mo- momentum and they're so quick and it just ends up being like such a fun show uh, I always love performing there so yeah I, uh, I'll be on their other uh, uh, show uh, what is uh, oh Bobby yeah, that's, I was trying to think of who else was on the show and say what uh, Bobby J. Cox uh, is actually headlining uh, yes. that show and then, um, and then the others I believe are just all uh, people from various cities. But yeah, Flyover is uh, is a really amazing festival. I was lucky to be a part of the uh, inaugural uh, festival last year, and it was. I mean, they all did an amazing. Zach uh, uh did a and everybody else who's involved uh chris bernowski i know like emily hickner did a lot of work for i think like kenny kind um uh, i know i'm missing people but there's several people in st louis who did a lot of really hard work to make it so amazing and they did i mean every show last year was at least close to sold out um if not sold out and everybody had an amazing time and it's uh, i'm Happy to have been accepted to perform it, and again this year, and it's really uh, it's something St. Louis really needed. Like we really needed something to put us on the map, like this to put us on the map uh, in comedy, and uh, yeah, it's it's just blown up. Really, it's
0: it's great. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, man. I'm I'm excited because, like, saying like just like you're saying, man. They're like having something like this where in the city is just gonna shine a light on you know everything we were saying about the support local too like and all this stuff it's like it just kind of shine a light on what other you know we're gonna yeah you're bringing some big headliners in but it's also given everybody else locally an opportunity to shine, and helps to help support the whole city, and everybody benefits, you know, from the clubs to the to the comics and everything. So
1: yeah, to I mean to the vendors, yeah. right?
0: That's a great thing for uh, for everybody involved, in uh, yeah, I'm excited that uh, Ben Cronberg's coming back. He's one of my favorites. Uh, oh God, to I watch. Love Ben Kronberg, yeah. I
1: got yeah. to open for him last time. He was he came through St. Louis, and yeah. he is just dude. Talk about like a guy who is so uniquely funny and you, not only uniquely funny but like consistently funny like that guy is yeah. not that he's not like a big name and like you know you know uh widely booked but still very underrated like yeah. he's like more people need to know about yeah. Ben Cronberg. and he's also just one of the nicest people For sure so nice like it's it's insane it was such uh, an honor working with him uh, at the ready room last time he was is he here but yeah the the headliner uh schedule for this year's at flyover is it's just yeah
0: awesome yeah. just ridiculous uh yeah a lot of and like not just stand up you, uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, you got a lot of improv oh uh, yeah and stuff you got a lot of all kinds of these different groups so um there's going to be a lot of uh uh different types of comedy so um, yeah improv um, and sketch yeah. uh the uh, I've, I, I actually,
1: I will say, I haven't gotten a chance to see any of the improv or sketch groups that are on the bill this year, but I have only heard absolutely uh, amazing things about all of them, so I'm really excited to be at the uh, at the shows, you know, as well as performing to, you know, to see all the other things going on, sure, so it's going to be great. Have you
0: gotten yeah. into any of that stuff? Do you do, uh, you get to try any, uh, improv at the improv shop or anything or you, you know uh
1: when i first started doing stand-up i also took uh level one or yeah or i think it starts at like level zero i uh, i did like the basically the first level uh improv class um just to you know like just to have another thing to get the you know, gears running and stuff and it was really fun i, I enjoyed it uh kevin mckernan was the uh, teacher he's a really great guy and a good teacher and it was a lot of fun uh after the first class, I wanted to go up to the next one, but it was like right when uh, my son was about to be born. And it was like, it was just, I was just so crazy busy that, like, if, uh, basically, if I like wanted to spend any time on stand up at all, like, I wasn't gonna have time for that. So I ended up not uh, doing it anymore. But I have, uh, I have just an insane uh, respect and appreciation for people who are able to succeed in improv sure. because, I mean, that is. That, that is like no other. Is just so, so difficult. I mean, it is. Yeah, it's, it's rough. It's 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 not easy.
0: That's uh, I mentioned, you know, just like kind of the funny or doing the open mic thing is. The improv is uh is something there kind of in the back of my mind that just like having again like you were saying another tool in the belt kind of thing just to be able to have that muscle to you know be able to use it to help for help me hosting this show and stuff too just to have you know. Another skill, so hopefully, uh, it
1: really you can it 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 expands to other you know skill sets. Whether it's just to have be good at public speaking or like interviewing. For me, it would be you know like if I yeah something happened like you know riffing uh, crowd work uh, you know taking out hecklers like that. Like it really no matter what you do, really if it involves speaking in any way, it's gonna help. You know like it can't can't go wrong for sure. Uh,
0: Yeah, man. You mentioned your son is uh, is 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 he. affected your your writing um yeah oh my god yeah Yeah. that man
1: i it's so weird it's so like it is such a uh, paradox uh such a, a give and take because here's the thing before before i had my son i i had all this time to to go out and do whatever mics i wanted i could you know do you know like if i I wasn't even at that level yet, but if if I was at the level of, like, traveling, I could uh, do that, but but I just, I didn't have relatable, like, material, like, you know, I was just a a 20-year-old dumb, you know, kid who just, like, talked about uh, stupid 20-year-old stuff, you know, like, um, it... Like, I had nothing to give, like, nothing, I had no universal appeal, basically. Like, I had nothing to give to, like, an older crowd or, like, a more mature, sophisticated crowd. And when my son was born, um, I just, you know, obviously, like, if you're you're a parent and you don't get material out of your kids, like, I don't even know uh, what, like, what you're doing, (laughs) if you're spending time with them, because, like, it's just, it, yeah I mean a huge chunk of my material started becoming about my kid and that um, you know it makes you so much more uh, relatable obviously and I mean that was honestly the best thing that ever happened for my career was having a kid because I like being young I automatically appeal to young crowds but then uh, or at least I'm at least like relatable, but then having a kid I you know I'm able to relate to an older product. So they don't relate with that. So yeah, it just it gives you um, so much more uh, depth in your your style and your um, You know your technique and everything about it yeah. to air um, but, but then it's like but because of that I also have less time to to, you know, to, to practice, to go out to, like, show shows, or to, like, I can't, like, if I if I travel for comedy, it has to be very quick, like, I can't go on, you know, I can't go on, like, a long road trip just doing, like, shows all over. I, like, do, like, a one, usually, mostly just, like, one show, one night thing, and then travel back either that night or the next morning, because uh, it's, like, uh, my son's mother and I have uh, 50-50 custody, so I have them, you know, basically, like, every other day, so it's, like... I got to be back real soon, mm-hmm. um, but um, so it's like yeah, it's um obviously I wouldn't like trade it uh, for the world because without without him I uh, I mean aside, aside from it sounds really weird that I'm like talking about my son in a, like a leverage way like like he's just good for comedy like obviously I would have it for the world regardless but as far as comedy is concerned it's like with sure. With, uh, without him, I, yeah, I would have all this time, but I wouldn't, like, I I still, I wouldn't have that, like, experience. Because, like, it gives you not only, uh, material, but, like, this experience that makes you a better, like, you become a better writer because you, like, you start working harder. Like, I feel like the, uh, it's almost good that I have less time because I actually utilize that time for... Being productive, like when I was when I was when I was young, it's like I had so much more free time, and I just used it doing jack shit, you know. And like now that I have just a, like a small increment of time every day to uh, do something that, whether it's writing or rehearsing a new joke uh, till I memorize it or uh, doing something that involves you know uh, producing for the show, uh, I spent all of that time doing that. Like I don't do anything like I never can really find myself just doing something that isn't productive. Even if I'm watching like a show or something, if I'm watching TV, I'm watching it out of my peripherals while I, you know, like I'm either photoshopping a poster design or I'm, um, you know, putting out ads or I'm, you know, whatever, booking someone for the next show. It's like you you learn to utilize your time so much more and I get, I still get more done now. Than uh, with that little bit of time than I did with all that time I had uh, free time I had so yeah. it's it's crazy how it works like it's it really does like it's crazy to sit down and think about uh, like that but it really is awesome like mine and I mean I was just a dumb kid making a lot of bad choices in life in general so to to be honest like my kid was just. Easily the best thing that yeah ever happened to me as a person. Like it sounds so cliche. Like, like oh, it's the best thing that ever happened to me. Uh, uh, but like it, but it's true. You know, like sure. you, yeah. It's it's hard not to because like I always hated those people before I had a kid. I was like, oh my god, we gotta shut the fuck up. But like now, <laughs> but now I'm now that I'm that like I'm that guy, and I'm just like, yeah, I know I'm that guy. But they were right. <laughs> like it's it's just it's true. It's true. It's crazy.
0: Yeah man. Yeah I uh, I work uh, in an elementary school and I'm around these kids all day and some of the stuff they say and things and I just like, like i like again I don't have the, the comedic mind to write all the you know but it's like they, it's just like nonstop material like they the stuff that they say or do and it just makes me laugh and I'm like they're just you know an endless supply of, of great jokes and stuff because they, they uh, really are yeah
1: and who doesn't love it even you don't have to and that's the thing is that like you don't have to have kids to to laugh at a joke about kids or laugh at them it's like that's like the mo- that's there's nothing more like universally uh accepted and like appealing uh than talking about kids because like even it, even if you don't like kids like you can still like appreciate you know like their uh their their value as you know a comedic tool you know it's yeah. just like you can um, you know like nobody doesn't know what you're talking about if you're talking about kids you know it's just like you know like you, there's so many things that you can you can try to uh, touch on as far as subjects and topics and people are like oh, I have no idea what he's talking about but like kids you can literally say just about like anything that involves kids and they're like yeah I know what you mean my my I, I, my sister has a bunch of kids or my All friend right. has a kid i know what they what they're talking about sure. yeah you know, so like it, it really like it's uh, as long as the joke is good it will it will hit with anyone because everyone knows what you're talking about oh,
0: yeah. you uh so we got so we got the uh, flyover comedy festival happening uh, we got the best of St. Louis showcase and you can uh, find those dates you can follow along with uh, the facebook page we have the best of STO uh, on facebook there right
1: yeah so uh the two yeah the two best ways would definitely be the best of stl showcase on facebook um even better than that is actually my personal instagram page uh which is at max price is me m-a-x-p-r-i-c-e-i-s-m-e max price is me uh i do a lot of work through like instagram uh to you know, promote and everything, because that's where, like, the, definitely the larger portion of my following comes from, especially with, like, the other, you know, little projects and stuff I do through it, so, um, I'm, like, constantly posting it about on there, I'm also, uh, constantly on Instagram doing, uh, pro- like, uh, c- contests and, like, giveaways and stuff, uh, with, for, like, for people to get free merch, uh, get, uh, you know, we, we have, uh, uh, every month I have like gift bags from like our sponsors and stuff um, where you can like basically you just um, for the most part usually you just tag a friend or you like enter in your name uh, and like the post and then you get basically put into a little randomizer for a gift bag that has like 15% off uh, tattoo or piercing from Steel and Ink Studio which is one of our sponsors um, you get uh, you can get uh, discounts to uh, Southwest Diner uh, where I also work uh, as uh, as also one of our sponsors. Um, and then, like, um, you can, you can possibly get like a free t shirt. Um, you know, you just get a bunch of like stickers and buttons from all the sponsors and stuff. And, um, yeah, it's uh, it's there's a bunch of cool little prizes that uh, you can you know try to win uh, each and every month. Yeah. So, uh, so if you follow me on there, you can uh, possibly win one of those along with free tickets to a show, which is a pretty great deal. So, um, yeah uh, check me out on there and or follow the facebook page and if you come to the show and you have a good time please uh rate and review it that's very important it helps a lot uh so yeah do that
0: <laughs> uh so like i said we've got the showcase on the 14th of november and then december 5th uh is on the calendar as well so uh mark those dates on your calendar and come on out and uh, laugh with us please do the funny bone uh, and you can also catch max their uh regularly uh, featuring on the weekends and stuff too right or uh,
1: uh, yeah I'm there, I'm there on uh, uh, well I mean obviously this comes out uh, later anyways but I'll be there this weekend with uh, Kevin Bozeman who is brilliant and awesome and yeah but yeah I, I, I post about that kind of stuff on my page too um, so you can find about, all about that yeah, there
0: man. well uh, I appreciate you doing this again man and it's uh, always a uh, it was good to catch up, man. It's been a yeah, long time.
1: Yeah, definitely, man. Thank you for having me on. I'm ready to uh, slam some pancakes oh, at this yeah. Denny's,
0: man. I That's been, why we're uh, here, you know? Yeah, shout out uh, to Denny's. I might try
1: the burger, see if the, see if, uh, see if is real. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is where you'd get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already looking. i checking it out. Bacon avocado cheeseburger, that sounds mm. pretty good. I bet those avocados are way
0: past ripe. All right, I'm gonna.
1: We gotta get a little
0: Uh I'm definitely gonna chow down on some pancakes. I've been thinking about it all day, so. I will, uh, thanks, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Rock Paper Podcast. Rock
1: Paper
0: Podcast. Rock Paper Podcast. Well, yeah, that was it.